Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Welcome to Lift Up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. We are here every weekday at this time to share the good news of Jesus and to lift up his name to this city. No matter if you are listening right now from your car or at home or in your place of work, we believe that today's sermon from Pastor Dudley will be a blessing to everyone. So if you can, get out your Bibles and let's join Pastor Dudley right now with his message. In Acts chapter 3, verse 1, it says that one day Peter and John were going up to the what? To the temple to do what? To pray. Now listen, this is about 100 yards, about from here to In-N-Out Burger. From where before the resurrection, he cursed and denied that he knew the Lord. This is like a hundred yards from the temple now he goes to the temple and it says at verse two a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called beautiful where this man was placed every day to beg from those going in and out of the temple courts when he saw peter and john about to enter he asked them for money moolah peter looked straight at him and as did john and then peter said look at us and so the man gave them his attention expecting to get something from them peter said these words in verse 6 silver or gold i do not have but what i have i give you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth walk verse 7 taking him by the right hand he helped him get up and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong and the man jumped to his feet he began to walk And then he went with them into the temple courts and he was walking and he was jumping and he was praising God. Verse 9, when all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him. Why? This is that same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Peter just didn't get on a box and preach about Jesus. Now, in chapter 3 of the book of Acts, he's now serving, he's now ministering, he's now healing in the name of Jesus. It's not just words, it's in his deeds. Don't forget, he is one of the twelve. He had been given apostolic power. But God used Peter in a mighty way to serve and to minister throughout all of Jerusalem because all of Jerusalem heard this story. What's amazing, if you flashback, everybody say flashback, if you go back before the resurrection, the guy that curses and denies that he knows the Lord, before the resurrection, John 18.10 says these words, then Simon Peter, who had a sword, he drew it, and he struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his 
Left or right ear? His right ear chopped it off. And the Bible says the servant's name is Malchus. Now, I don't want you to think that before the resurrection that Peter was a swordsman. He's not a swordsman. He's a fisherman. And he's not trying to cut off Malchus's right ear. There's his left. There's his right. No, he had this sword. They had just arrested Jesus. He's trying to cut Malchus's head off. And he goes like this. And Malchus ducks at the last second and cuts his ear off. And the reason the Bible tells us Malchus's name is in case you don't believe this, hap- this story happened. They said his name is not. If you don't believe this, go ask Malchus. Malchus will tell you. Peter cut this ear off. Well, how to get back on there? Jesus put it back on. I want you to understand that as you read this story, that it really is the before and after of Peter's life. It's a story of conversion. His, his, he was converted before, before the resurrection. Peter was foul-mouthed. He was a denier, a liar. He was a coward. He was a fighter. He was chopping off the ears of Malchus, a slasher, a destroyer. But after the resurrection, now he's a preacher. He's an evangelist. He's a proclaimer, a healer. Instead of hurting people, as he did before the resurrection, now he's helping people. He's healing people. He's serving people. He's ministering to people. We had a guy in this church. I have his name written down right here. I don't want to say it. But he told me that for years, he used to go to Vegas and just go to the clubs in Las Vegas. Now, I've never been in a club in Las Vegas. I don't know what goes on there, but I can imagine. And I don't want to ask, show of hands, how many of you have ever been in a club in Las Vegas? I don't want to ask. But he said that was his life. He was a wild, wild guy. And someone gave him a Bible one day. And he said he took the Bible and he put it on his desk at work. And he said that Bible sat there for 10 years. And for 10 years, he, stepped, he kept going to the clubs in Vegas. Back at work, there was a Bible sitting on He never opened it. And one day, someone invited him to Shepherd Church. And he came to this church. And he heard the gospel. God got a hold of his life. He was baptized into the name of Jesus Christ. Completely transformed his life. He went back to work and there's that Bible sitting on his desk. And he said, I can't believe that for 10 years, the answer to every problem in my life was sitting on my desk and I never even opened it. But that's a story of conversion. And I want to ask this question. Is there anybody here in this room that would give testimony that your life was in shambles and you were messed up and you were not serving the Lord, but somehow God got a hold of you and turned your life around and today you're serving Him? Is there anyone who can give testimony to that? Number three, oh, get this. His transformation goes from being a fearful full person to being a fearless person of all the ways that peter's life was transformed for me this is the most impressive 
We read earlier in Matthew's account, we read it verse for verse, and I've listed here Luke's account of what Peter's life was like before the resurrection when he was uh, scared of a little teenage girl who suggested that he was a follower of Jesus. Before the resurrection, he's, he's literally, he's literally fearful. Before the resurrection, he's He's, he's hiding. He's hiding. He's scared because, because Jesus was arrested and, and he's thinking to himself, well, they arrested Jesus. They're coming after me next. They crucified Jesus on a cross and they're going to come crucify me next. So before the resurrection, he hides. Because he's scared to death. John chapter 20. How many of you still with me? Jesus dies on that cross. He's buried. Three days later he resurrects. But the disciples don't know it. They're in hiding. John 20 verse 19 again this is before they know of the resurrection on the evening of the first that first day while the disciples were together the doors were locked because we're fearful they got jesus they're gonna get us next where can we hide? Let's go in here. Let's shut the door. Let's not get the lock. Lock it. Lock it. Lock it. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. You see, before the resurrection, they were swearing, they were lying, they were denying, they were slashing off Malchus's ear. Now they're hiding, they're scared, they're fearful. But after the resurrection, everybody say the word after. After in Acts chapter 2, he's preaching. Acts chapter 3, he's healing and serving and ministering in the name of Jesus. And when you come to Acts chapter 4, this is after the resurrection. Oh, he's fearless. He's fearless. You've got to read what I'm about to read. Acts chapter 4. This, this, is, this is, I wish I had time to tell you, show you how unbelievable this is. How many of you still with me? This is the same guy before the resurrection. Little teenage girl, you're one of, oh no. I swear, I swear, I swear. I called that. No, I do not know the man. To a little teenage girl. But in Acts chapter 4, after the resurrection, after Jesus walked in and showed him the nail-scarred hands, oh, he's fearless. Because now he thinks, even if they kill me, I'm going to live later. Right? Are you with me? Now pay attention to what happens here. Oh, the priest 
captain of the temple guard. The Sadducees, they came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus this thing called the resurrection of the dead. So verse 3, they seized Peter and John. Because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. Verse 4, but many who heard the message believed, and the number of men grew to about 5,000. Verse 5, the next day, the rulers, the elders, the teachers of the law, that's the Supreme Court of Israel, they met in Jerusalem. Then you've got this guy named Annas, verse 6, the high priest was there, and so was Caiaphas and John and Alexander and their other men of the high priest's family. And verse 7 says they had Peter and John brought before them and they began to question them. By what power, by what name do you do these things? And Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit. Now don't forget, before the resurrection, a little teenage girl Oh, no, I don't know him. In Acts chapter 4, he's standing before the bigwigs of Israel. They're all listed. And the Bible says that Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to give an account today for an act of kindness shown to a cripple and we're asked how he was healed, you want to know how he was healed? Then know this. You and all the people of Israel... It is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. He is the stone that you builders rejected, which has become the capstone. And then he says these words, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which men must be saved. And here it is. Verse 13. When they saw the courage of Peter and John, and they realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, why, they were astonished. And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Oh, write this down. There are two things that can change anyone's life in this room here today. Write this down. Don't lose me. Don't get distracted. There are two things that can change anyone's life here today. Number one, it's the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. When you put your faith and trust in the one who conquered the grave. And at that moment, that moment you put your faith and trust in Jesus, Jesus will place his presence, his spirit it is Jesus in spirit form will come to live within your heart. And if you ever become a Christian and invite Jesus into your life, your life will never, ever be the same. He will transform your life just like he saw the potential in Peter's life. God sees the potential in your life. 
Just like God knew, he knew, he knew when he called Peter. Uh, There's a reason why he was the very first disciple that was called and chosen despite all of his flaws. God knew that he was a diamond in the rough, even though that he was a liar and a cursor and a denier and he was a fighter and he was in hiding and he was fearful. Yet God knew if I can get a hold of this guy, I'll use him to preach and to serve and to minister and he will be fearless and he will stand before the bigwigs of Israel and he will proclaim the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that's exactly what he did. Do you remember, do you remember how it all started? It all started with this foul-mouthed fisherman, smelled like a fisherman, out in the middle of the lake, hadn't caught a thing. Jesus does a miracle and he says, Peter, follow me and I will make you a fisher of men. I say this to say this. God doesn't necessarily need you to change who you are as much as he needs to change what you care about. If you're here today and you're an educator, you're a teacher, here's what Jesus says to you. He comes to you as an educator and he'll say to you, hey, come and follow me. You're a teacher, come and follow me. I will help you teach eternal truth. Your CPA, financial person sitting out here, Jesus said, hey, come follow me. I'll show you how to get people's lives in balance through the power of the gospel. Are you a doctor, a nurse, here today, a surgeon? He says to you, come and follow me. And I will teach you how to lead people to spiritual health. Are you a salesman? You're in sales? Jesus says, hey, you, you like to sell? Come follow me. I'll teach, you how to, I'll, I'll teach you how to sign people up to follow Jesus. Are you a, are you a mechanic? Oh, come follow. If you're a mechanic, come follow me. I'll show you how to fix people's lives. Are you a dentist? Come follow me. I'll teach you how to fill the cavity inside people's heart with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do you you lead a household? Oh, oh, come follow me. I'll teach you how to build the household of God. Don't ever insult Don't ever insult God by saying these words, God, you could never use me. Oh, you are exactly the type of person God wants to use. If only you'll come and put your faith in Jesus, the one who died for your sins, the one who was buried, and the one who three days later resurrected. And once you believe in that, your life will never, ever be the same. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 
888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. We know as Christians, our relationship with Jesus is a daily commitment and not just something we do on the weekends. We believe we have the perfect gift today to help you maintain your daily connection to our Lord for the coming year. Romancing Royalty is a daily devotional book designed to draw you closer to King Jesus with 365 inspirational stories, scriptures, prayers, study questions, and even a place to journal. There are more than 100 contributors to this book, including Greg Laurie, the late John Wooden, Tony Campolo, Jack Hayford, Raul Rees, and Jim Garlow, just to name a few. We know this daily devotional will be a blessing to you. It also makes the perfect holiday gift for a friend or loved one. Pastor Dudley's top-selling daily devotional, Romancing Royalty, is available right now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. Romancing Royalty can be yours by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. Our number again is 888-818-4777. You can also order Romancing Royalty directly from our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. We know there are many daily devotionals available today, but none come close to the level of insightful contributors to this book. It's our most popular seller this time of year. So we invite you to call and get your copy of Pastor Dudley's daily devotional, Romancing Royalty, today. If you've experienced a pregnancy or neonatal loss that has you feeling hopeless, angry, or confused, you are not alone. Losing a baby leaves behind a pain that is often hard for others to understand. That's why we want you to know about In Loving Arms. In Loving Arms is a six-week support group that helps hurting moms and dads come together to find comfort and healing. You'll explore tough questions and hear testimonies from those who have found healing after their loss. You'll hear from other moms and dads just like you as they share honestly and candidly about their own experience of loss. Together with others who understand exactly what you're going through, you can begin to heal and you won't be alone. To learn more, visit jakesjourney.org or simply call Shepherd Church at 818-831-9333 and we'll guide you from there. That's jakesjourney.org or call us at 818-831-9333 to learn more. Hello, friends. My name is Dusty Frizzell, and I want to invite you to our Thursday night service at Shepherd Church. That's right. We're adding a fourth service. Worship service starts at 7 p.m., and it's for all ages. We'll be following the same sermon series as the weekends, and you'll hear from myself, from some of my friends, and even from Pastor Dudley. So if you'll be gone on a weekend or you just want to open up some seats for others on the weekends, join us on Thursdays at 7 p.m. I hope to see you there. Calling all men. Join us at Shepherd Church for the last men's breakfast of the year. On August 12th, join us to break bread with your fellow brothers in Christ. Don't miss out on this fun and powerful morning filled with worship, 
fellowship and teaching. You just bring your Bible into Buddy and we'll bring the breakfast burritos. That's right. We're going to be serving free breakfast burritos provided by Big Arts Catering beginning at 7 a.m. to tantalize your taste buds and kickstart your day. But friends, it's not about the food. This isn't your average breakfast, guys. It's an amazing experience filled with vibrant conversations, music, laughter, and real talk with real men. So mark your calendars and join us at the Real Talk Men's Breakfast Saturday, August 12th at Shepherd Church in Porter Ranch. Register today by visiting shepherdchurch.com and clicking on the Real Talk Men's Breakfast button. Again, that's shepherdchurch.com. And don't forget to click on the Real Talk Men's Breakfast. We'll see you soon. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us tomorrow at this same time as we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.